when you look at the letters that were written, it says, I am the son of Sam. Sam is my father. You know, like there's clues in there that right, right. away when they say I'm the son of Sam, they're thinking some sort of, you know, higher Satan thing, although it is all surrounded through a satanic cult. Basically, they were all part of the same satanic cult. What's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian Licata. I am your host, Gary G. Garcia, along with my partner in this information, Brian Licata. We're back, baby, for another episode of Rated G, man. It's good to be here. Uh, glad to have you people listening. And my loyal, my loyal listeners, man, what up to y'all? Hope everything is well. Hope things are still going good for you in this New Year's. If it's not, man, it's going to be a long road ahead. It's only two weeks in, so buckle up. I think you know? that is the theme of the episode right there. What's that? Buckle the fuck up. Buckle up. Buckle up. See, it looks like I actually got no, no beard at all, but if you look closely, see, I'm white now. That's the problem. All the hair is white now, man. It looks fucking like it's bald spots, but it's I thought you, white. I thought you like meant your that's uh... hair. There's all hair right there, but it's all white, so you don't see it. See, it's you look pepper, baby. Yeah, you look a little, uh, a little pale too, bro. Is it the light? Is that what's going on? Is it the light, or is it, is it what? Is the light? Is I like? I would like to say it's the lighting. Yeah, I think it's the lighting. I would like to say that. Yeah. Uh. There you go. Yeah, you got more color to your face now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it more of a white light. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I like that. Yeah. It looks like I'm fucking sun tanning. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I feel like I should be taking off my clothes and put those little goggles on my eyes and tan a little bit. Dude, so what's I, up, Brian? Man? How, how, how was the week treating you, man? Well, I want to say we have to start with the special fuck you shout out. That's always a good place to start. To the lady in apartment 435. For your drunk ass cooking something at three o'clock in the morning, thus catching a fire to your apartment, causing the entire building to evacuate this morning at three o'clock in the morning. That wouldn't happen to be the chick who complained about your dog. No, I wish it was though, but there's also an update on that that is going to segue into the end of this story. So, okay. So, pew, pew, so pew, 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 anybody get you, injured? You, anybody you. get anybody no, get hurt? No, 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 no. For, fortunately, not. Otherwise, I don't think I'd really be joking about it. But no, yeah. man, it was it was <sighs> a little fuck you. Shout out to that lady. But you know what, man? Three o'clock in the morning, you get the munchies. You know, I remember I had to stop because what I used to do was when I came home from a show, I used to bake cookies. Yeah. Before bed every time. You know what I'm saying? I smoke an L, bake some cookies, finish my L, go to sleep. But what started happening was. <laughs> The more I started hanging later and later, I come home throwing the cookies, dude. I fast out like that. Mm-hmm. Then I wake up and there's smoke in the house and my cookies are burnt. You know, so I had to stop making cookies after shows. It sucks because I remember I used to really like it. And I know what to do it. <laughs> well, if you ever move into a white neighborhood, they have these cookie places. They just serve cookies at like four in the morning. It's called insomnia cookies. They got those out here, dog. It started out here. Why are you acting like it? It's start, it's, that's New York shit, dog. That shit started in New York. You sitting here trying to say, oh, you come out here to Florida. We got insomnia cookies. Yeah, no, you don't no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said you need to move to a white neighborhood. Oh, to a I white neighborhood. It's yeah, not guarantee even, it's, you. It's, it's on McDougal. It's right across the street from Grizzly Pear. I'm sorry, bro. That's a white neighborhood. That's pretty white. Yeah, yeah. It's a white. It's a white. I mean, it's mixed. They got black boys. 
Shout out to my black boys out there on the Grizzly Pair. Um, yeah, big up. My man's about to have a son. Good luck. You know, whenever people tell me they're about to have a baby, I think in my head, better you than me. Right. Sorry, I feel that way, but I do. You had your time, bro. You had, I did you my had, bid, son. Yeah, you had your time. All I right, did so. my bid. I, I took it like a man. I didn't rat on nobody. You know? And I got out. You know, fuck it. And I'm not going back. <laughs> you know, I just got over being institutionalized. For 30 years? 25 years, do you become institutionalized, man? It took me like two years at least to get over that shit. Two, three years. You know? How long, and, how, how long ago did you get divorced? When, when was that? What year? I was 40, 40. We got separated. I'm 51 now. I got, oh, shit. I got out at like, because I was, you know, we were living separately. We had the house, so I was living downstairs. I think I left at 41, 42, like almost turning into 42. Mm-hmm. 41 and a half I left. So I've been out of there shit like nine years. Damn, dude. Wow. It's not, it, seems, it seems like, you know, it doesn't even seem like yesterday. It seems like nine years. It seems, you know, it seems like a long time. Yeah. The time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. No, it's very true. It's, it's very true. You know? Um, it does. So, so what, uh, what happened? Uh, damn, I got you contemplating over there and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, man, I was, just, I was just thinking about like, like time, like where I, where I was 10 years ago. I mean, 10 years ago from, from now, I was, tw- I was 20. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even know what state I was in at that point. No clue. It was 10 years ago, I was in Queens. Yeah. I know that because that's where I always was until three years ago. <laughs> that's how I know that. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I got a question, man. Are you getting like some... Uh, are you getting like paid on some undercover thing that I don't know about, man? You sporting that Nike logo, like oh, they hit you off, shit, like they hit bro. you off for money. And and I, uh, I'm cold, and this is the first cold. hoodie I grabbed. Yeah, the I, AC, I the, thought, the AC's up kind of high. I'm just making sure you ain't, you know, getting some cash that I don't know about. You know what I'm saying? I'll throw on a Nike fucking joint. You know what I'm saying? If you're making a little bit of dough, don't hold out on the brother. You know, sharing is caring. And I'm biggity broke right now. <laughs> I'm not poor, but I'm broke. You know, that's that's the game. This is the game we live. You know, when you're a comedian on my level, it's highs and lows, you know, highs and lows. Right now I'm a little broke, but my bills are paid. Yeah. You know, and it's not like I don't got no money. I just don't got, you know, any money that I could actually spend. I got say it's been a tough month, dude. We, we took off two weeks. Yeah. You know. It's always tough. January is always tough right after the holidays because you just shelled out all this money on Christmas gifts. And even if you didn't spend a lot of money on Christmas gifts, you spent money doing shit because there was either, you know, a party or you're going to this place, or you're driving there. So it's just like all the costs associated with that too, you know? And then again, everybody in the head with Valentine's Day and all these dummies are going to run out and buy $50 fucking dozen roses when if you celebrated the day before the day after, it's half the price. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you gotta get them. If you gotta don't give them, to get them. <laughs> I don't do that shit, man. I, I do, get one. For sure. I feel like getting anything, man. 
Yeah. My presence is a present enough. You know, I don't, I don't buy into that shit. I'm sorry. And I'm not trying to be a Scrooge and I'm a very loving dude. I think, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not with that, you know, like, you know, you know what it is, man? I've been broke a lot. So if I'm broke and, and, and we getting by and we doing what we got to do and I, and I don't spend fucking $60 on roses for you that day, you know what I'm saying? But I'm treating you right and I'm hanging out with you and we doing our thing and that's right. not good enough, then, you know, what do you want me to tell you? If I got, we got. If I don't got, then I don't got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the other thing about a lot of those holidays is, I mean, they're all manufactured to sell shit. I mean, that one is just yeah. straight up manufactured yeah. for cards and candies. Because when else do they sell those heart-filled fucking candies? Right, when? right. But, when? but what, what I like to do on Valentine's Day is we never go out, ever. You know, I'll make something at the house. No, I know, because I was talking to your lady the other day, and she was like, this motherfucker's such a stingy bastard. He don't never take me out on Valentine's Day. And I was like, damn, that's weird, because we don't even talk, and you call me up, and this is the first thing that comes out of your mouth. I was bugging. I was like, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But, you know, we spoke, and it turns out that, yes, you are a cheap bastard. That's true. I, I am. I am 100% a cheap bastard. I'm not discounting that at all. But that's not why I don't go out on Valentine's Day. That's just why I don't go out. Oh, okay. On a regular. On a regular basis. But Valentine's Day, you're just you're you're fighting all the fucking crowds. You know, it's like Disney as soon as school gets out. Like, come on. So fucking stupid that people get so caught up on that, man. Making the government force you to love each other a little bit more that day. Fuck you. Government gonna tell me what love is. Go fuck yourself. You don't get these cards or candy or then you don't love them. I guess I don't. It seems like the, That's how you're gonna look at it. the the card and candy manufacturers needed something to boost sales in between Christmas and Easter. Well, everybody has a birthday every day. You know, cards get sold every yeah. day. People have birthdays every day. So there's at least a birthday card or two getting sold every day. You know, uh, what's going on over there? Man? Yeah, hold, like hold on emergency. a second. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> seems like an emergency. All right, hold on. You're, I'm putting you on speaker. Seems like, seems like an emergency going on over there. All right, go ahead. What do you have to say? Why don't you want to go out on Valentine's Day? <laughs> Are we live right now? Yeah, Can we're, yeah, we're live. We got, thing to do. We got T- we got Tina on the we got we got Tina is buzzing in. She apparently has the building bugged. I'm not sure where this no, stuff is. No, she's gotta be from. in the house. She's in the house. <laughs> We're so loud. I can hear you in the other room. I'm, oh, there I'm you trying go. to watch a TV show and all I hear is your rant about Valentine's about how you won't go on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you women women here like fucking <laughs> just saying Valentine's Day is like kind of a nice time to go out, you know? Well, we will go out on Valentine's Day if you would like. Really it wasn't like so you. crowded. That would, be, that would be really nice. I'll make sure I make, I, I'll make sure I make a reservation. You, he doesn't right love after you more show. than he hates the crowds. Thank you. <laughs> Gary, Gary says, what was that, G? Say that again. I said, I'm pretty sure he loves you, but he doesn't love you more than he hates the crowds. Mm. He says, I don't love you more than I hate the crowds, is what he says, which isn't true. That's not true at all, G. You just said it. You said That's I don't want to no. go out there because I gotta fight the crowds. Like, like you know. Not invited to the wedding, so. 
I'm uninvited. I'm the one. I'm the one sticking up for you, telling you he's telling him he's a cheap bastard for not taking you out. I'm the one who said that you want to go out. Yeah, yeah. She she apologized. Gary Gary says he's the one. He's the one who's got your back on in this. Yeah, I said you're cheap. You don't take him out. Right. Yeah, now, now thank you, Gary. I, I'm, am I invited again? I better be. I'm the best man. He, he wants I don't to know if he told you. In, in, invited again. He said he's the best man. I don't know if Brian told yeah, you, yeah, but Gary I'm. Gary was never, it was a fake uh, uninvite. <laughs> Gary, Gary's still invited, yeah. All right, well, thank you for calling in. We love you. Look at that. We're doing call-ins now. Bye. She's our first official call-in. Yeah, well, I was, I was confused because we ordered some Chinese food and I, I didn't, I didn't think I saw her go out of the house, but then I was thinking, I was like, oh shit, maybe she walked, you know, I just, I didn't know what was going on. I was, I was confused. I'm surprised we could still say Chinese food. We can always say Chinese food, but they might not upload the video. <laughs> That's true. We say, you say you like Chinese food and you get banned. That's racist. That's insanity, man. That's fucking insane. So did you watch what I told you to watch? The Sons of Sam. Uh, I have not watched it yet, but it's on the list. It, it, it's not from lack of... Uh, I haven't watched anything since you told me about that. I haven't watched any show. So there hasn't been any show that's been in place. I just haven't watched any TV. <laughs> but anyway... I feel I'm like... Spoil it for you. I'm going to spoil it for you. I, no, hold on. I feel like when you ask me... If I've watched something and I say I already no, know the answer. Right. And it, it feels like when my dad used to ask me to do shit around the house and then he would ask me if I did it and then I say no, I feel the same sense of disappointment from you. Yeah, because you're slacking in the same way, you know, but it's all right. Listen, man, I'm not, I'm not even going to be mad at you, man. I'm not even going to be mad at you. I'm on, a, I'm on a different level right now of trying to be... You know, tranquilo. I'm trying to be fucking just mellow and tranquil, you know? I'm not letting, you know, your 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 uh lack of um drive and uh you know affect me. You know. Mm-hmm. You look like you need another haircut, dog. I think you're ready. When mm-hmm. when'd you get your last haircut? I think it was actually Christmas time. I think I, uh, I think you're right. I, I am due. Yeah, I, think see, I, I, think I, you. I was just looking out for you, man. No, yeah, it's getting a little long, man. You know. All right, so, 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 son, son of Sam, son of Sam. Well, let's basically, see, let's, let's, let's sons, sons of Sam on Netflix. People, check it out. It basically talks about the theory that uh, David Berkowitz did not work alone. And I had heard that theory before. Okay. But um, you know, when I was going down the rabbit hole. But it's amazing because this dude, it's uh, he's a reporter and he's, you know, watching it like everybody else is watching it unfold on TV. And um, and he's like looking at it and it just doesn't make sense to him. And he just can't let it go. This dude becomes obsessed and he winds up diving down a crazy, crazy rabbit hole. And what happens to him is exactly what I said. The problem with the rabbit hole is when you go in. The deeper you go, the deeper it gets. That's the problem. There is no bottom. 
It's yeah, almost dude. like it's almost like scrolling through the infinite know, feed. Yeah, the infinite feed. The infinite it's feed. Just, yeah, What's the just, bottom of Instagram? What's the bottom? There's no bottom. That's that's that. There's no bottom. The deeper you go, it started simply with, you know, his thought that he didn't work alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and that came from a couple of things. One, there was at least five or six sketches of of a suspect. None of them matched him. Mm-hmm. And none of them matched each other. Mm-hmm. Like if you bring up, uh, you could probably look it up. The Son of Sam, um, put, it, put in Son of Sam sketch, uh, suspect sketches. And I bet you it brings them all up. You know what I'm saying? He didn't look like any of them. Any of them. And like two of the, two of the people who survived they came out, yeah, look at that. And I blow that up a little bit. There you go. Look at that. None of them dudes look like David Berkowitz. So, None of them. Uh, I just got to make sure that this is actually... No, is that's, this the, not, that's not it. Yeah, this is Because I'm looking uh, and one of them, see, uh, right? if you go up, yeah. if you go up, boom. See that dude with the curly hair right there? This, uh, okay, this one? No, no. Yeah, there you go. That's it right there. Okay. Yeah. That's it, but I think that's redrawn. To be honest, that looks a little redrawn. It's probably someone else's sketch. If you go right, right down below it, that yeah, one right yeah. There. Let me let me see if I can find it. Go ahead. What were you saying? Well, the dude with the curly hair, and then the, there's the other dude with the hair that goes across his forehead. I mean, everybody there looks completely different. You know, when you look at it, it's like you know, no one looks the same. And they say that, you know, eyewitnesses. What the cops try to say is that eyewitnesses are, are off more than they're on, which is true. But when you look at mistaken identity, the motherfuckers look somewhat like the person. Right. You know what I'm saying? They kind of fit the description of the person. You're not going to mistake David Berkowitz for being six foot something with blonde hair. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's <clears throat> those are things they just threw away because, you know, the way the way law enforcement works a lot of times when there's a lot of pressure then they close the case. And once that case is closed, they don't want to open it up again. Yeah, of course not. You know, yep. now no doubt he confessed, you know, he confessed. But later on, he came out and said that he didn't do all the killings. And this is after he, you know, supposedly became born again. And from all accounts, was a changed man in prison from all accounts. You know, um, yeah. is he still alive? I'm not sure. I can't remember if he's dead or not. Uh, yeah, he's alive. He's alive. Yeah, so from all accounts, he's actually a changed man. But he says he was, he was present at all the murders, that he was there, but he didn't pull the trigger on all of them. He, only, he said afterwards that he only pulled the trigger on two of them, which were before people, because most of them were, uh, and I think the people he actually shot, he killed. Um. But what's crazy is the dude, when you go back to those mugshots, the dude with the curly hair, which looks nothing like fucking, you know, like how would you confuse that? Um, the dude with the curly hair and the dude that has the hair growing, going over his forehead. Those two dudes are brothers, right? And they live next door to him. They and live, They live next door to Berkowitz. Is they that what live you're like next door to Berkowitz. So like right in the house, right next door, you know, they were neighbors. And their father was an abusive father whose name was Sam. 
And when you look at the letters that were written, it says, I am the son of Sam. Sam is my father. You know, like there's clues in there that right away when they say I'm the son of Sam, they're thinking some sort of, you know, higher Satan thing, although it is all surrounded through a satanic cult. Basically, they were all part of the same satanic cult, a small sect called the uh, called the children. So this dude dives in right off the bat. You know, he finds out the first thing he finds out is that these two dudes live next door. Their father's name was was Sam. And then the, the youngest son, his name was Sam Wheaton. I think it's Wheaton or whatever. Um, and then the last name of their last name. And in the letter, he said, you can call me Sam Wheaties. And it wound up that they used to call him Wheaties. Whoa, bro. Okay. So that right away brings up some shit, which makes him dive into that hole. It winds up that he does some talking. They, they all knew each other. They said they were all part of a group of kids that used to get together. Um, well, not kids, but like young adults right. get together and they would worship Satan. And they told him they used to hook up at this park. The dude goes to the park. Sure enough, there's a fucking place there, dude, where it's known for satanic shit. You know what I'm saying? There's this pentagrams everywhere. Supposedly they they uh they um sacrifice three dogs. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this. Like you gotta watch it ASAP. Yeah, I, and, and yeah. All I could say is he didn't work alone. He did not work alone. That's all I could say. It's that simple, you know. And I've been watching like all these things on serial killers lately, man. I had a lot of, you know, I get, I get into that real crime shit. I don't know why, you know, but um, it got me thinking, where have all the serial killers gone? Cause you really don't hear like, you know, back in the day, you know, and with all this information out there, you're not hearing it. So I was like, man, so I, I did some research. And at this very moment, because <laughs> I'm like, yo, there can't be a lot of fucking, you know. And, and at this very moment, in the, in the year 2022, there is currently around 25 to 50 active serial killers oh. running around the United States of America. There's like between half to one per state and, and here are nine <laughs> one of them and this is the first one the long island serial killer new york this motherfucker's been operating for fucking over 20 years he's been killing now he kills hookers but he's also killed some other victims and they think he's known he also goes by the craigslist ripper and he also goes by the gilgo beach killer and also, uh, what was the other one they call him? The, oh, Lisk, the Long Island serial killer, L-I-S-K, Lisk. I wonder how he feels about that one. Yeah, I don't know. Especially <laughs> if he don't live in Long Island and he just dumps him there. Well, if he's out there somewhere listening he's to the show. He's out there, he hasn't been caught. You are more than welcome to come onto the show. <laughs> <laughs> we will interview you. You could do like Batman, not show your face. I don't know if we should be laughing about anything about this dog because he's still out there. These people are still out there. There's like, but you know what, man? You can catch Gary every every night of the week, seven days a week. But at listen, if you're, if, if you're over City. 35, I think it's 35. It could be less. I looked up, you know, the the type of people they look yes, for, and yeah, I yeah. I am the chances of me getting killed by a serial killer 
are very slim. They don't want me. I'm 51 years old. They don't want a 51 year old, you know, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, so you got him out there, right? Yeah. You got the Gilgo beach killer. Then you got Jeff Davis, Jeff Davis, eight, Jeff Davis, eight killers. One, two, three. Yeah. He killed eight people between 2005 and 2009. The bodies of eight women ages 17 to 30, man. These motherfuckers are slimy, man. They were found dumped in the swamps of Jefferson, man, yes. Louisiana, yep. near Jennings. So Louisiana, that dude's never been caught, man. You're never going to see this on the news. Like, these dudes have never been caught, man. They're still out there. There's a lot of them. And I was like, there's no more serial killers out. Nah, man, you got the West Mesa Bone Collector. <laughs> <laughs> Where do they come up with these names, dude? Local in February papers. 2009... A woman out for a walk with a dog discovered what she believed to be human bones on a mesa near Albuquerque. What's a mesa? Uh, mesa is how you pronounce that. Mesa. Oh, mesa. Yeah, mesa is, is a that? high, flat top. It's a geological feature. The American language is the worst fucking language in the world. Okay? Because if you say, how do you spell mess? M-E-S-S, right? How do you spell may? M-A-Y. Or even M-A-E, right? There's other way, or M-A-I, or whatever. No, M-E-S-A, and it's pronounced Mesa. It should be Mesa. It's Mecca. Mira. It's not Mecca. Es Espanol, bro. It's Spanish. English language is done, man. Spanish. Yeah. The word Spanish. It's a Spanish anyway, word. This person was found near New Dog, Mexico. it's Spanish, son. New Mexico, you got one running out there. Look, I'm doing my, I am doing a, a public service right now because you ain't going, I bet, I bet motherfuckers in New Mexico, they didn't know there was a fucking serial killer. I bet they didn't know that the West Mesa bone collector was out there. They might've heard about him back in 2009, but I doubt they're still talking about him and he's, he's still out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you were saying Messer, I was searching. I was doing M-E-S-S-E-R. I had no idea what the fuck you were saying. All right, now you know, but that's not my fault because I never heard of the fucking word. It's... I sounded it out. Isn't that what we taught when we were young? Sound it out? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's Spanish. It's a Spanish word. I don't speak Spanish. Yo sé. And apparently I don't read it so well either. <laughs> All right. Whatever, man. It's my ignorance that makes me adorable. Yes. Brazil. Brazil, you got the rainbow maniac out there. The fucking rainbow maniac. <laughs> he kills people and leaves them on the end of a rainbow in a pot of gold. It's not just the USA where serial killers go uncaught. It happens all over the world. The rainbow maniac was a serial killer in Caribbean, Cuba. In Brazil, he targeted gay men. Uh, Equal opportunity people. It's not just the women out there. All right. Over the span of 18 months between 2007 and 2008, the Rainbow Maniac killed 13 people. Execution style with bullets to the head. Now that's easy. He's a sucker. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a real serial killer, you got to get up in personal. Although, you know, the son of Sam was just shooting people too. There's some sick motherfuckers out there, dog. Dude, the real, the there really are some sick motherfuckers out there, man. It's crazy. What do you? All right, so you were talking about something that I that I wanted to talk about before about the about the rabbit hole. 
They were all found. Oh, yeah. But that's the thing, man. He started going in it. And, and what happens is like it gets crazy because he goes to interview the younger brother. Right. Only to find out the younger brother just recently committed suicide by blowing his brains out. So then he goes, OK, let me interview the older brother. Only to find out the older brother just got into a major car accident and ran off the road. They're claiming he just drove off the road. <laughs> They're claiming he just drove off a cliff through, through the banister. He just drove off. All right. So and then, and then he finds out because he does all these questionings. He finds out that two of the murders were allegedly snuff films. Ooh. So those were made specifically. Two of the murders were specifically to do a snuff film to make money for that snuff film, and supposedly the dude filming it was one of the dudes who was supposed to film Cotton Club, the movie Cotton Club. Okay, I'm not sure what that is, though. Tell me what that uh, it's is. It's an old movie, The Cotton Club. It's an old movie. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, he wound up not doing it. Someone else wound up doing it. But the reason why I bring that up is because once he finds out about this dude's name, and this dude's name comes up in it, and he decides to, question, you know, to look out to question this dude, he only finds out that this dude was murdered brutally in his home. Now, the dude was a dude who threw crazy sex parties and all that shit. And obviously, if he was filming fucking snuff films, he's a right. shady dude. Right. You know, but. um, But. um, Yeah, they came out and said it had something to do with the Cotton Club beef over the Cotton Club movie. That's why he got murdered. But he was murdered, like, supposedly sadistically. You know, so. Yeah, you know, I got I got to go. I got to go see this now. I have to watch it. Yeah, watch dude, it it's three yeah. episodes. It's fucking I ran right through it. And, and he it just goes deeper, 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 deeper. The more he finds out, the deeper it goes, man. So what, you, what you're describing to me about this guy um, reminded me of an episode of Rogan that I listened to where this guy wrote a book about um, Charles Manson. And he originally started it as a newspaper article in you know back kind of like right after it happened and it turned into 20 years and he he tied manson to um you know like uh hate ashbury in the in the in san francisco in the 60s like where all the mm. it was kind of like greenwich village it's where like a no. bunch of people were like doing acid and stuff like that. it was like uh hate ashbury was the neighborhood uh kind of attached to the hippie culture Is but that why they hated it what's that is that why they hated it Oh, hated what? Was it originally called Ashbury and then all the oh, hippies hate, came and hate. they started calling it Hate Ashbury? <laughs> it's uh, H-A-I-G-H-D. Another reason the English language sucks. Um, but uh, anyway, he, this guy in the book tied Manson to this guy who was a CIA handler. And they were saying that they were dosing Manson with LSD and using Manson as a vehicle for them, for him to distribute the acid to see how it worked on mind control. And Berkowitz and very is, well, dude, he ties dude. this dude to Manson. Bro. Okay. Cause it winds up that the, 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 the sect that he's in is called the children. Manson's sect was called the family. Right. And supposedly they, they're both sex from the main thing, which is called the process. And he tied them all together. And basically, I think it was going on around the same time-ish. And it's all was the same reason, to create fear and to create just nuttiness. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you think about it, none of those dudes were caught. 
See, that's why it's kind of like, you know, you say, well, uh, who cares? None of them dudes were caught. Like, all, only two of those murders he took, you know, I mean, the, the least you can do is look into it because the evidence says he didn't work alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. So hold on. Let's see, man. We still got a couple more. Well, how do you, what is I-B-A-D-A-N? 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 I-B-A-D-A-N. How do you pronounce that? I-B-A-D-A-N? It's overseas. Uh, oh, yeah. It's in it's Nigeria. In Nigeria. Yeah, I have no idea how to say that. Ibadan. I don't know. I don't know how the Nigerian sound. Anyway, it's called I'm the Ibadan Forest. <laughs> forest serial killer. Look, man, you can't blame the dude for trying. Go fuck yourself, man. You know, in order to fucking do impressions, you got to try at least once, right? Try something. I don't do impressions. Why? Ibadan. I never try. You know, I don't know what the fuck they sound like. I guess I should, I should know that first. All right. My ignorance is what makes me adorable, people. Um, all right, so the Ibadan Forest Serial Killers, plural. But we're on the subject of overseas murders. Here's some nightmare fuel for you. In Nigeria, there's a place known as Ibadan Forest of Horror or the Evil Forest. Back in 2014, a curious motorcyclist made his way into Soka Forest in Ibadan, Oyo State. Nigeria, and what he found was like something from uh, H.P. Lovecraft story. Who's H.P. Lovecraft? I'm guessing uh, a writer. writer. Um, Yeah. Horror writer, right? He's a horror writer, yeah. Yep. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, my my favorite horror writer is definitely Peter Stoss, though, for sure. Of of all the top literary... They found over 20 rotten corpses and severed human skulls, and most terrifyingly, 10 live people chained to slaughter Li- live live the fuck is that i didn't know they found that in a building they found like a bunch of buildings and in one of the buildings that's what they found in another building they had piles of clothes boots and passports inside them which means these people were fucking visiting see you want to go out there and visit these places man you better know where you're going you better do that research i just started watching this shit just now about uh some hotel in California. It's like a horrible hotel. And this Asian chick went there and she disappeared without a trace. Traveling alone. That's women's shit. Traveling alone. Men travel alone if they got to. If they don't got to, it's very rare you catch a dude just travel. If you catch a dude traveling alone, he's probably one of these nine serial killers or 50 serial killers that are out there. Because dudes don't normally travel. They want to be, you know, you know, I always want to have a alone. Yeah, I always want to have I know, a, I know, I know a chick I used to work with went to fucking, she went to fucking, um, ba, ba, how you pronounce it? Belize? Belize? Belize. Belize? Yeah. She went out there by herself, dog. Wound up getting in a cab, which out there, she said the cabs are just cars with people pulling over for you. <laughs> the dude wound up taking her completely somewhere different. Oh, no, what happened was she signed up for a tour. In the hotel, the dude said, oh, I give tours. So she signed up for it. She shows up. She's the only one for the tour. He Whoa. said the other couple backed out. She still gets in the car. Dog, now, what nothing happened she thinking? Right. That's what I'm saying, ladies. I'm not trying to listen. Nothing happened to her, thank God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not a blame the victim kind of dude, but whatever happened to responsibility, man. <laughs> she, she got in the car with him, right? He's taking her on a tour. Not of all the scenery spots out there, wherever people would go to hot clubs, whatever. No, he brings it to the hood. 
She's driving around the hood, the neighborhoods with this dude. He brings her to a house party. Introducing her as his lady. And she goes, at that point, I started getting a little worried. At that point, you started getting worried? You could bring me to a neighborhood in New York that I don't live. You know what I'm saying? And that's not where I want to go. I'm going to be worried. I'm going to be worried. Yeah, you go a few, a few blocks in the wrong direction, you're going to say no something. No matter what neighborhood. Because if you drive me in a nice neighborhood, that means I'm probably going to get shot by cops. That means you dropping me there because you know me just walking through the streets is probably going to get me shot by cops. And if you drop me in a hood neighborhood, that means I'm probably going to get killed or robbed or beaten or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how are you driving around? Yo, dude, he would not let her go. She didn't even know where she was. You know right. why? She was in Belize. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Not in Brooklyn. Fucking Belize. Jumping in a car with some dude that she don't even know. Fortunately, he brought her back to the hotel whenever he felt like the party was over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, you know, from what she said, nothing happened. She seems to still have a good demeanor and trust in human beings. So I'm guessing nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? But she's a fool. Yeah, dude, that's wild. She's a fool. Yeah. You know, don't you ever watch Locked Up Abroad or any of that shit, man? Motherfuckers be wanting to fucking be found chained up to a fucking pole in some fucking spot, man. Oh, wow. The smiley face killer. Well, they say killers. Plural, once again. I don't know if you ever saw there's a movie on that. I saw the movie. Um, I didn't see the movie, no. Yeah, man. 45 college-age males across a 20-year span all drowned after getting intoxicated. However, the kicker is that these drownings happening in 11 different states, despite the difference between them, some detectives think that the drownings are all actually the work of a serial killer or group of serial killers that is dubbed the smiley faced murder. So that's out where? Wisconsin. It doesn't say the sign face have been found near the sites where at least 12 of the men have drowned. It's believed that these men are abducted, murdered, and then disposed of in bodies of water to give the impression of accidental drowning. Eight rape drugs were found in all of them. Mm. Yeah, but they don't say where it is. That's weird. So I can't, I can't uh, give you no information where it is, people. I guess you should Google is the smiley face killers in my neighborhood. <laughs> Cause I, they're not telling you, man, they're keeping that on the lock and key. Uh, here you go. You see it? Oh, that's where it is. Oh, also, shit, bro. A bunch of states, man. Yeah. Wisconsin, uh, Chicago, Chicago, Michigan. Well, that's see the, the distance between all of them is the reason why they believe it's more than one person. Yeah, because no one's ever traveled from Chicago to Philly before. No, but if a person did take the initiative to do that, he'd probably get away with it because they think there's more than one person. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're just lazy. At the end of the day, man, a lot of them are just lazy. Right. They don't throw out the duct tape. 
You know what I'm saying? They keep the the hand ties or something. They're they're usually very lazy. They're not they're meticulous in in the murder. But whenever they fucking find them in their cars, which is usually where they find them, they should probably take Ubers. Um, you know, the, the shit is right there for them to find. Mm-hmm. Now here's one for you guys: Pedro Lopez, the monster of the Andes. This entry is unique, given that they know the serial killer's name. Mm-hmm. However, that's all they know. Pedro Lopez was born Colombia, 1948. He was the son of a prostitute and as a child was forced to watch his mother partake in extreme sexual acts. There he is, man. He raped and killed over 300 girls and was released from prison. How do you rape 300 girls and get released from prison? Uh... Dude, he started confessing. He led them to a mass grave with 53 victims. The details then a little hazy, get a little hazy after this with different sources reporting different stories. But what, but what is confirmed is that Pedro Lopez was set free from prison in 1994. 1994, despite racking up one of the highest body counts in known history, he was sent to a mental home for three years and was then set free. In 2002, Lopez was suspected of being responsible for a new number. However, no one has been able to find him since 1998. Damn, bro. I don't even know what to say about that one. Like, how do you bring people to a grave of 53 people and even there's even a consideration of you ever getting out? It's not the U.S., bro. That's why. (laughs) But where did it happen? Did it happen in Mexico? Oh, yeah, dude. This, this guy was in, he was I mean, in South in America. Yeah, South America. Oh, yeah, yeah. South America. Yeah. Colombia. It looks like he was in a couple different countries. So, so he's still out there. Yeah. So listen, listen to this. During an attempt to kidnap and then murder another victim, the Ayahuacos, a tribe native to northern Peru, captured Lopez. The rules of tribal law dictated that anyone caught committing such a crime would receive a death sentence. Uh <laughs> You know what the death sentence was for the Iowaka's tribe? Buried alive. Ooh. But a Christian, mi- a, a Christian ministry uh, missionary from the U.S. convinced the tribe to release Lopez before they did it, and he got sent to the uh, Peruvian police. Uh, what a fool. Mm-hmm. What a fool. Please don't kill this man. He, he brought you to a, but listen, you got to give unto Caesar what is Caesar. There are, there are laws to this land. You know what I'm saying? There are laws mm-hmm. to this land. You could forgive him. You could forgive him. Like that dude right there, if that dude is still out there killing, which he probably is because they don't right. stop. And when they get out, I mean, look at this dude who escaped twice. And the minute when he escaped, right away he went, was it Jeff? Not Jeffrey Dahmer. the other dude that everybody liked, the good looking dude that fucking all the chicks were into, uh, not Jeffrey Dominus, the other one. We did we did this a couple episodes ago. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. That dude escaped twice. And what did he do? He ran right out and killed. Right. How do you let this dude out? Christian dude gonna be like, you know, please don't kill him. Let him go. Give him to the authorities. They're the ones who caught him. Yeah, they're they the authorities. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy's probably dead. I mean, he, he was born in what, the 30s, you, you said, or the 40s? Uh, 48. Okay, yeah, 48. All right, so yeah, I mean, he could still be kicking, kicking hard. 
Yeah, he was he was born in 1948. Yeah. I mean, he's probably kind of retired now, right? Complaining about how the Colombian coffee in whatever country he's in, that's not Colombia, sucks. You know, because he's probably hiding. All right, then we got the vending machine killer. If you want to go full weird, this entry has you covered. Japan. Japan's inflation with vending machines is widely... Oh, infatuation with vending machines is widely acknowledged. There are 5 million vending machines across the country, making an average of one vending machine per every 23 people. Between April 1985 and Hiroshima, 12 people were killed as a result of paraquat poisoning, and a further 35 were seriously injured. They found that most of the victims had one thing in common. They recently consumed drink. Oh, so the dude uh, poisoned a bunch of drinks. Serial poisoner. That's a sucker way to do it, too. Yeah. Poisoning. Yeah. Have you ever read the, uh, the book or seen the movie The Iceman? That was about Richard Klinsky, the dude from Jersey City. Do you know about him? I, yeah, I just saw a thing on him the other day, too. Yeah, dude. He, so there's a movie. I've been watching that- Murder Made Me Famous. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, the, the interesting thing about him was he, he caught his first body at like eight. He was getting bullied. He was living in Jersey City. Eight or 10. It was super young. Super, super young. But he, was, he, he grew up in a tough neighborhood and he was kind of tall, goofy looking like Polish kid, right? And people made fun of him. Like so, you. Exactly. Yeah, but not goofy looking, just tall. I was about to say, not Polish. And not Polish, yeah. No, I'm no, Polish, I was just going to say not Polish. Um, okay, so no, like you. Yeah, All right, just go like ahead. me. Um, so he's coming home from school, and when the, guy, the guys are about to jump him, he has a pipe and beats the shit out of the, the kid and ends up killing him. Didn't intend to kill him. It wasn't his intent. But it didn't really kind of phase him. And then as he grew up into his adolescence, he started hanging around with the wise guys, and then that's how he started that's how he started killing people for money. Yeah, I saw something yesterday. The hillside, the hillside something. The hillside strangler, I think it was, or something like that. This dude had like, I think he was nine years old, stabbed the kid up. The kid yeah. lived, but they weren't able to, uh, the kid didn't know him. He just met him, and, and he lured him into the woods at like eight, nine years old. I'm telling you, this, some of them motherfuckers is, right. he but probably see, had those eyes. Right. <laughs> In all his pictures. You know, I wonder if they cover it up and it only comes out in pictures. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's why they don't notice it really. They're always like, just like, why do you always look so funny in pictures? And You know what I'm saying? It's like a, but when they walk around, they look normal. That's like me. I walk around looking like this, but every time I take a picture, I'm like, why do you do that with your eyes? I'm not doing anything with my eyes. Speaking of eyes. Like a you vampire, ready the, bro. You ready, for the name of this, you ready for the name of this serial killer? Hold on. Yo. The, the difference, though, with Kuklinski is he, oh. did it for, he did it for cash. All these other guys did it because they were off the rocker. This guy did it for yeah. a job. That was his – that's how he – I mean – Oh, I, yeah, he was a hitman. He was a hitman. Yes, he was a hitman. And all the people – he killed over 100 people. Allegedly, he tried to take credit for Hoffa also that he killed, mm. that he killed Hoffa. But – Did he say he was buried under the – I can't remember. Un, I can't, under I can't the field goal pole – Giant Stadium. Right? In the old Giant Stadium. Yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember what he said. But there was this other guy that, that – you know, I read the Iceman book, 
And there was another guy he met who was also a serial killer in New York who had a uh, ice cream truck. And he would test shit out on people from the ice cream truck. He would have like these, like a, like a spray bottle and he would walk down and just spray somebody with cyanide and see how quick they would drop. Like test. These dudes and then what, drag them into the... No, just leave them there. No, they were, they were going down into like the Lower East Side, you know, in the, in the 60s and oh, 70s. so he was just tested out to see, and then they go yes. and they use it on someone. Yeah, because the thing Kuklinski figured out that if he, if he had the right ratio of cyanide, it would just show up at, like, the heart would just stop. And, but yeah. it, it was underneath the level of poisoning that they test for, but it would show that the person had a heart attack. So basically yeah. what he'd do is he'd have a little aerosol bottle. That's the he'd, beauty of cyanide. Right. He would walk by somebody, spray, and then just keep walking. Hmm. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. Yeah, this is a wild shit. All right, let's hear the next one. This, the next one would have been a much more smoother transition, but uh, this one's called The Maniac with Dull Eyes. That's his name. Also known as the Danilovsky Maniac. The Maniac with the Dull Eyes is a Russian serial killer responsible for at least seven murders between 2004 and 2007. What do you do? Uh, women, Ovar in Cherepovic, Valagra, Oblast, Russia. I don't know. Various bodies were found around the city, dumped in construction sites and in abandoned buildings. All of his victims were women between the ages of 17 and 31. They'd all been raped prior to their slaughter. Each scene the killer left a calling card. Police found crude pornographic drawings on the walls near where the bodies were found. I wonder how they know he has dull eyes. So those are the nine that are out there now. You know, those are that the we know of. That that you know, it just said nine serial killers, and I popped on that. Yeah. You know, there's probably a bunch more that they know of, but there's at least 50, 30 to fifty. Is that just in the U.S. or the world? Probably just in the U.S. Probably just in the U.S. Yeah. It's strange because I felt like it's kind of hard to get away with three murders now with all the fucking forensics and videos and yeah. shit. Yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's why when you look at a lot of these things, they, you know, uh, they go after victims that either people aren't going to be looking for or that are overlooked, you know, overlooked populations. Yeah, man. You know, the ages usually runaways and shit like that, man. Yeah. They're, they're big targets. You know, uh, people in uh, the sex work industry yeah. are big targets. That's a wild thing that people don't, like I don't think of often is the human tra trafficking that goes on. I mean, it's like a whole slave trade that's going on all in the U.S., all underground. Not only in the U.S., but in the U.S., all underground. The shit is huge. It's huge. I mean, this dude alone, the hillside dude, he said he killed over 100 people. You know what I'm saying? And I think they tied him to like at least 50. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and he did that alone. And I never even heard of this dude. The name of the show called Murder Made Him Famous, but the only one that made him famous was them because I never heard of him. I guess they heard about him out wherever he was from, of course, but, you know. You don't even hear of the Gilgo, man. We live around there. You don't hear that shit. Yeah, no, I never. They should I never, still be reporting it or something, but that's the thing, man. You know, they they just report what's hot. They they all got their agendas to to get people to watch the TV. You know, that's mm -hmm. it. 
But that's crazy, dude. 20 fucking serial killers. You want to hear something interesting, man? There was a, uh, they only played it once. And if you could find it, it's a very interesting documentary called My Brother the Serial Killer. It was on, um, it was like on A and E once or some shit like that. Did it pop up? Mm-hmm. It'll be weird if it doesn't pop up. Oh yeah, yeah, I got, I got it here. My brother's yeah, serial, that, serial, serial killer documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary, yeah. and basically, uh, the dude saying that his brother, that his brother is the one who actually murdered Nicole and Ron Goodman. Right. Like, not Ron Goodman is that his name? Ron. Uh, I feel like I'm wrong. Ron something. I could be completely wrong. Too many names. I'm terrible with names. Ron Goodman. Could be Goldman. Wrong. Goldman. I was close. All right. Ron Goldman. I was close. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take that. Boom, boom. Um, supposedly, this dude claims, and they only showed it once. You know what I'm saying? This dude, this dude claims that his brother, who was a serial killer, killed them. And that it wasn't OJ who killed them, but his brother. That he confessed it to him and his mother. And him and his mother went to police with that. And they said that the police were just like, nah, we got our man. We're not even trying to hear that. Now, he doesn't clear OJ 100%. Technically, OJ would still be guilty of murder because his story is, is that his brother used to work for, who was her friend? The one that had all the shady friends? Um... I want to say, I don't know why Faye Resnick is coming up in my head. I don't know why that's coming up in my head. But the friend that supposedly is the reason why they have reasonable doubt and all that. She had like a bunch of shady friends. She had like a bunch of shady shit. I I want to say Faye Resnick. That's the name. I don't know. But either way, I know that's someone's name. But I don't know if it's connected. You watch so many, they connect. But either way. Um... He worked for her. So that's how he knew OJ and this chick, right? And he was already a serial killer working there. And supposedly OJ offered yeah, to him. Favorite Resnick. Favorite I was right. Look at this shit, dog. Man, some shit stays in there. Yeah, it took me a while. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. continue. All right. So supposedly he worked for her, right? You know, working around the house, doing shit, fixing shit. Um, or I think they were doing like over the kitchen or something. And he was there working with the people. That's how he met her. Supposedly OJ was going to pay him $30,000 to steal back a ring from his ex. He wanted the ring back. Now we know OJ, not for nothing, his record shows now that if somebody has something that he thinks is his, he's going to go there to get it back. Cause that's why he got put in jail. He said that shit was stolen from his house. He went there to get it back. He said, all oh, you jive turkeys <laughs> and started kicking some old 70s shit. It was crazy. I don't know if you even know what's up with that when he got- No, no, yeah, 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 yep, yep. That was crazy, jive turkey. Um, so, so supposedly he, he was supposed to go in to steal the ring. In the process of him going in to steal the ring, she came home, he killed her. And then this dude came to return the glasses and he killed him or whatever mm. it was. I don't know if they were both together at the same time or whatever, but 
because I don't remember now, I'm a little off, but whatever. He claims he killed them both because they showed up while he was in the house trying to steal that. Now, technically, if that is true, OJ would still be guilty of murder because they were murdered during the commission of a crime in which he paid to have done. Huh. I didn't so know it that. Doesn't, so it doesn't clear him. It's not like he's trying to clear OJ. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's just saying he did it. Right. And, and um, they weren't trying to hear that. And that dude now they put to death. So he was locked up. He was, they had him in jail. Yeah. Cause he was a serial killer. They eventually, they eventually arrested this dude for being a serial killer. Got it. Yeah. For a bunch of murders. Yeah. That's, dude, another I, one. That's another one who his brother said when they were very young, they used to climb into people's windows when they were little kids. And then when they turned like 11 or 12, his brother went in and uh, he wouldn't go in because he knew that there was a lady in there, that she was home. And the brother still went in with the lady home and he was in there for a while. Then he came out and there was blood on his hands and shit, all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, man. Some Fuck. sick fucking twisted people out there. Dude, it really, it really is, man. It, it's crazy. And, you, you, and you just think about like when you go in the grocery store and you just look at all these motherfuckers. It's like, look at them. <laughs> <laughs> you really well, don't know is, you don't know but, but what's so funny is they say uh you know you would never guess he was a serial killer then you see the picture of the motherfucker and i don't know to me they all look like fucking serial killers yeah they really do they and they all do look the same like your average suburban white male um you know just kind of not overly attractive but not ugly you know they managed that they, they got a they got a like a, a five to nine ratio of looks but you know they all kind of look the same so really it's not that they look like mattered mannered you know your your mannered man neighbor next door no it's that your average mannered man neighbor next door who is white looks like a serial killer mild mannered serial killer look and I know there's been some other people like that dude with Spanish. You know, I know there's I know there's Spanish serial killers and black serial killers. They just don't get the same props or attention. <laughs> I, I think it's it's probably mostly white guys who who do this, right? Well, yeah, but in Atlanta, they they uh in Atlanta supposedly it was that black dude, and once again he got yeah. busted in his car. It's yeah, was the car man? He motherfuckers uh, trying to ride bikes. Man, was that? Did they make that into a movie or a TV show or something like that? Those oh, Atlantis. Yeah, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, oh yeah. man, what? I forgot the dude's name. I remember watching that a couple, a, couple, a couple years ago. It was a good show, right? It was a really, really good show. Oh well, not for nothing. The show that you turned me on to, uh, the Mind Hunters. That's they, what it was. They covered it in Mind Hunters. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, and, dude, I heard yeah. that. I don't think that show's ever coming back. Which, which is crazy. It was such a good show. I don't it was know a good show. It was but a really you know good what? show. There's enough. But there's, there's not enough, enough murder out there. Yeah, but there's not enough good. Like that was a, you know, good quality show. Like good you know, it's crazy. I was thinking about that the other day. Like the first forty-eight, and and uh, forensic files, they will never run out of episodes, ever. They will never ever run out of episodes unless you know. Everything just everything would have to end for them to to, to right to run out of episodes, dude. There's always murders, right? New ones every day, every day. There's always a cold December night in New Orleans. 
You know what I'm saying? Fire shot, gunshots rang out. You know, then you hear 911, 911, what's your emergency? Oh man, money down. He down. Excuse me, what's going on? Yeah, man, he got shot. He down. I got my dog howling, and that's actually how it sounds too when you hear it on first 48. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Shit is crazy, man. And the more you watch that, like, you know, I watch it because you got to, you know, listen, man. I'm not trying to say that I, I don't do crime. I don't. I'm an old man now. I don't do crime. But I'm also wise enough to know that at any time I could get hemmed up in anything. If they want to pin something on you, they're going to pin something on you. You yes. know what I'm saying? So, Especially once we get after 50 episodes. You just got to know, you know, you just got to know the games they play. They show it to you right there, the games they play. Right. You know, you could tell the harder ones that when they come in, they go, nah, I don't want to talk to you. And they go, okay. And then, you know, next thing you know, he's walking out in slippers. And then it says he pleaded guilty to whatever right. lesser charge. And, you know, <clears throat> they're not even playing that game, you know. Nowhere in your rights does it say anything you say can help you. You know, the first thing they tell you is you have the right to remain silent. If you give up that right, you know how you give up that right? By talking. Mm -hmm. Say nothing. Say nothing. I'm not talking to you. Sorry, I'm not talking to you. I'll give, oh, yeah. you know, I'll say a little bit. I'll try to, I'll try to have a good, what do they call that? Rapport. rapport yeah, rapport. Yeah. Cause you don't want to, you don't want, you don't want to be a dick. Otherwise, the next thing you know, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to have a body slammed, you know, to like, yeah. but I'm not, you start asking me questions, dog. I don't have no answers for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ask my lawyer. That's what they're there for. Right. <laughs> you know, that's what they're there for. They say anything you say can, and not only can it, but it will be used, what? Against you. It doesn't say for you or against you. Boom. One way against you. So why do these motherfuckers be talking? First 48 is the worst because you realize, man, that, that even with all the forensics and all that other shit, man, if people don't talk, you know, and don't get me wrong, there's certain shit people should give up. But I'm talking about actually like the dudes who are doing the crimes, giving shit up on each other. Right. You know, drinking that juice. Gets them every it, time. The juice gets them every time, dog. And, and the chips. Nah, I ate. You want something to drink? Nah, I don't even care if I just smoke the blunt and my mouth's like... <laughs> I'll be like, are, 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 you, know, you don't good. have to say you don't have to say anything anyway. So what yeah. do you need to drink for? Yeah, there you go. What do you need to drink for? The drinks to loosen you up. <laughs> and I think that's where they put the Molly. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, what, what, what do they it. what do they do with it when they confiscate it? Where does it go? I mean, it was made to be a truth serum. They put like two little drops in that shit, man. You're not gonna really know. You're just gonna be sharing all your shit. You're not gonna be sitting there rubbing your nipples. But that'd be great if they overdose him one day and it all comes out. He see the first 48 and he's like, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling, oh my God, yo, this feels good. Yo. Starts begging to be cuffed. Um, then you know, <laughs> then the cat's out of the bag. There's another good, a good show on Netflix called Wormwood. I don't know if you've seen that, but it was about- What's uh, it called? Wormwood. Wormwood? Yes. Wormwood. It was about the LSD experiments oh, that they did at Fort Detrick in Frederick, Maryland. 
and they dosed a bunch of guys at like a retreat not far from there. This is like in the late 50s, early 60s maybe. And uh, the one guy had a really bad reaction to it, right? He, this is on like a weekend. And then by next Thursday, he falls out of a window in a hotel room in New York City. Dies. It's a good show. Okay. I'll, send you, I'll send you the link too. It's an, it's an, Sounds like a great show. Yeah. That's what I need, more death in my life. More, more crime and, and death. You know what's crazy? Um, damn, what was I just saying? Oh, do you ever see that uh, documentary on Netflix about that college professor who uh, has students build a jail in the college? Oh, the Stanford prison experiment? Stan- yeah, you ever yeah. see that shit, dog? Yeah. It's crazy, right? See, that's yeah. the type of shit that goes on, though, man. That's why people got to fucking wake up and see what's going on out there right now because that, the, the way they manipulate minds, man, is insane. Within two days, I think. I think the whole thing lasted, what, three days? I don't even yeah, think it made it a week. Did it make it a week? I don't even think it made it a week. And it was supposed to be, I think, a three-week experiment or, so, or at least a one-week experiment, and it only lasted like three days or two days. Uh, summer of 1971. Six days. Six days, and it was supposed yeah. to last how long? Because um, they cut it short. I don't know. Yeah, and if y'all never heard of that, man, you could check it out on Netflix. Two weeks. It was supposed to go two weeks. It's supposed to go two weeks. It lasted yeah. six days. Because what they did was they built a prison, and uh, they made half of the students the well, the majority of them they made the prisoners. And then they made other students the guards. And within like the second day, these dudes was abusing these kids, abusing the shit out of them. And they're letting them. That's the crazy shit. Right. They letting them. You know, they, they, they became within the second day, I think, or third day. How long did it take? Does it say how long it took for the shit to go wrong? Yeah, so, okay, here, I'll bring this up. Because I know the sixth day was, it was too much to handle, and they were letting it go for a while. Yeah, so the recruitment said male college students needed for psychology study of prison life, $15 per day for one to two weeks, beginning August 14th. Look at that, see, $15 a day they got. All these motherfuckers out there getting vaccinated ain't even getting that. Well, my brother got 100 bucks, so... (laughs) Uh, the day before the experiment officially began, the participants playing guards were given uniforms and equipment. Um, and then, yeah, do they, they, uh, the first day, three people, first day. Yeah. The first day the guards instructed not to harm the prisoners physically or withholding food. So, uh, so they, they, they do like a, a day where they, they, they tell they everyone gave them wooden batons, right? To establish their status. Yeah, clothing similar to that. Of, of, yeah, but what they did to arrest the people, they, they, they had the local police arrest and take mud shots. And they, they did all this thing like it was a real... They put them all through as if you're really getting arrested to give them that feeling. Correct. Right away, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so guards... All right, so day two, guards referred to prisoners by the identification and combined them to the cells. At 2.30, the, the prisoners... Uh, rebelled, rebelled against, against guards. guards. Yeah. Wow. Guards strike back. Hold on, hold on. So go back, go back down, go back down. 
It says in response, one more right there. In response, God sprayed fire extinguishers at the prisoners to reassert control. The three backup guards were called in to help regain control of the prison. Guards removed all the prisoners' clothes, removed mattresses, and sentenced the main instigated time in the hole. They even had a hole, dog. They attempted to dissuade any further rebellion using psychological warfare. One of the guards said to the other that these are dangerous prisoners. So the guards are students also, right? Yeah, they're yeah. all students. Yeah. So on a day three, I think this is where it all starts to really, because right there, they're already, they're already, you know, getting crazy. They're already right. rebelling and, and fighting and all kinds of shit, hitting them with hose, uh, with fire extinguishers. In order to restrict further acts of the guards separated and rewarded prisoners who had minor roles in the Ah, see, they spent time in the good cell. But they received clothing, bed, and food denied to the rest. Man. That's how you separate after 12 them. Twelve hours, the three returned to their old cells that lacked beds. Guards abused their power to humiliate the inmates. They had the this is on the third day. They were already abusing their power. They had the prisoners count off and do push-ups, restricted access to the bathroom, and forced them to relieve themselves in buckets, dog. And then right there, prisoner 8612, look at that, man. They don't even say his name, began to show signs of mental breakdown already. But you see that shit on 60 Days In, too. Right, yep. Them dudes are like, yeah, I think I'm going to be able to do this. And then two days in, he's like, my back. And he's putting up the sign to get the fuck out of there. Stupid ass. Who the hell pushed themselves in prison? I don't understand how any person of color even got involved with that show. <laughs> we spend all our lives being taught how to stay out of that motherfucker. And you want to go in that motherfucker just to see what it's like? You don't get more white than that, man. <laughs> That's some straight up, like, what are you talking about? What it's like. It sucks. It's not That's what it's like. It sucks. The oh, fuck, man. Do a misdemeanor for real and just get put in a holding cell for about till you, till you get um, arraigned. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll know you don't want to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You don't even need to, you don't even need to do 60 days. Right. Because you know it's kind of fake and you can get out whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Do a misdemeanor. Go get locked up where you get ran through the system and you don't know when you're getting out. You know, hopefully it's not a Friday. You know, and then you'll realize right then and there, the minute that door goes right behind you, I don't give a fuck what Tommy Chong says. You'll realize right there, that's not the place you want to be. Right there. The minute you look in that fucking toilet that looks like it's been thrown up on, it looked like that's a rite of passage. Like you come in there and you got to throw up on that because every single prisoner since... The prison was built, is thrown up on that toilet. And right now there's some dude hovering over it with drawing, throwing up in that toilet. There's no place to sit. Everyone's yelling. Everything's loud. And then, and then, then you know you don't want to go in there. That bright so and, I wanna, and I cold. I want to know what it's like. I want to know what Muhammad Ali's daughter went in there. Man, if old Shaky would have fucking been alive to, to see that he would have been pissed what are you doing going in there what are you doing you think ali would have been happy his lady went in oh, there? I, yeah going into not. research you don't go into jail man you know and the blonde dude committed suicide i don't think it had anything to do with the show but i'm sure the show didn't help yeah 
you know, as opposed to the Spanish dude who reminds me of my boy Spank, uh, he had to move. You know, like basically they put you in there to be a rat. What did you think was going to happen? And I also don't believe it anyway. I saw some bad editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a TV. It's a TV show, bro. It's season two. I saw bad editing. When that dude gets snuffed, they show the dude sneaking up, and they keep cutting the angle of the camera. And in each angle of the camera, he has his glasses on, got his glasses off, got his glasses on, got his glasses off. I'm like, yeah, what did they do? Did they, did they go? Could you do that again this time with his glasses off? Do you mind if he punches you in the face again, sir? Fuck out of here. But people eat that shit up. I ate it up. I ate that shit up. At I'm not big. Time, I'm, yeah, I'm not a big fan of those shows, man. I can't. I can't. Can't do those. The whole the whole prison shit had me like the fact that these assholes were going in there. I was watching it to see them break. Right. I remember. I remember when you were on that show. <laughs> oh, when I was watching it, not when I, I was on it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. When you were watching it, that was, it was yeah, like two or three years ago, I think. I wouldn't be on that show. I don't care how much you paid me. In all honesty. You know, if I was going to sell out, I would have did it a long time ago. Money's been thrown at me to do certain things, and I, and I didn't do it then. I'm not going to do it now. You know, everyone has their price. Not to go to jail. Nah. You know, not to go to jail. There's certain things that there is no price for that you can't offer me because I, I, I find contentment where I'm at. I really don't need more. You know, if I get more, dope. I don't mind more. More is always nice, but I don't need it. I don't mind less. I already got too much shit. What do I need my fucking nine crates of records for? For what? For what? I don't listen. I mean, I listen every now and then. I'll throw one on, but, you know, I don't nine crates right, man. I start getting rid of shit. You know, consolidate. I'll buy the records. Yeah, I got dope shit, too, man. The only problem, you want to know what happened with my records, which got me so upset? I got certain records that the album covers are worth more than the album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I got the Beatles one where they had the baby heads, the dolls with the blood yep. all over them. Yep. I got that one. I have uh, uh, the Led Zeppelin one with the chick with a titty out, which you is should, probably yeah, child you should, porn. <laughs> you should frame some of those. I wound up. That chick was like 13 years old. I ain't framing that shit though. But <laughs> that the good one. news it's no longer child porn because what happened was I caught a flood in the house uh, and it fucked up all the covers, man. The albums are still good, but unfortunately the covers is what made it worth money and the covers are destroyed. Yeah. I mean, some of them you got to peel off the record and then hit it with right. some, you know, like you got to treat the record, but the right. records still work. Damn. You know, that sucks. What are you going to do? Yeah, fucking water. Yeah. Water. The most powerful thing on earth. Earth. That's right. I said earth. Well, E-A-R-F. Earth. Not enough will kill you and too much will kill you. It'll break down anything. Mm. Right? What did Bruce Lee say? Water can flow or it can crash. Right? Be water, my friend. Be water. Yeah, man. Some real shit. Sick people out there. Special fuck you shout out to all those serial killers out there roaming around, snatching people up, man. 
you know. Pew, and pew, people, don't be pew. a victim. Don't make yourself pew, pew. a victim. All right? Be wise, man. You know? I'd be looking at these dudes, and they get them to go in the car, and they're like, you know, he was a real smooth talker. But he looks like a serial killer. Yeah, he looks like one. But I mean, I guess they all kind of do when you're leaning into the window going, you want to party tonight? They probably all look like serial fucking killers. Yeah. Mm. I don't get it. I don't get how people, I don't, I don't know. Some sick bastards out there, man. What's that? There's just some sick ass bastards out there. Like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, there's evil. There's evil. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I really don't get it. To be honest, I don't get it. You know? And I don't get how they don't get caught because it's not like they wake up one day and they, they, they decide to do this. This, this. this is stuff that escalates from when they're young. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It escalates. Yeah. I told you, man, if my kids ever kill that little motherfucker. Yeah, the animals too. Looking, they, they say, right? Me, oh, yeah, man. If, I, if, if my kids ever kill one of my animals... I come downstairs, use the bathroom, open the door. My cat is hanging from a shoelace. You think I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, you know, he's little Johnny's rebelling. No, little Johnny's getting put the fuck out. Either someone take him or he ain't staying here. <laughs> little Johnny ain't staying here. I'll fuck little Johnny up. Yeah. You know, oh, but, you know, he's just a kid. He hung fluffy from your shoelace. In the bathroom. There's no saving that, yo. But he's just a kid. Yeah, he's four. That makes it even worse. He used a slipknot. You know what I'm saying? And they were hogtied. They weren't, the cat wasn't even just like, the cat was hogtied, tail and everything. And you want to save this little motherfucker. Are you crazy? There's no saving this little motherfucker, man. You need to dispose of that. Both <laughs> take a picture of what he did, and and then you know, that's just for safekeeping. And then kill that motherfucker, man. Okay, save the world, or at least four to a hundred victims. Most it only takes four to be a serial killer. But there's a couple out there, man, that did hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, that that guy, the Ice Man. I mean, he killed hundreds, but he was a hitman. Yeah, still though. <laughs> I always say that. Why aren't hitmen serial killers? I guess because the difference is the cash. Yes. Because right. they get paid is why they do it. It's the right. motive that makes you a serial killer. Right. And, and and a serial killer usually kills. I mean, but he is technically a serial killer, more than three. Right. Yeah, but I think a serial killer also denotes the psychological process and the methodology in which, in which they kill. Like Kuklinski did it all different ways. Usually serial killer, like the stuff will be similar throughout the whole thing. Some of them, some of them bastards like to try right. new shits all the time. Right. Yep. And that's, what, some and that's them, what throws man. them off too. The investigators throws them off because they'll do something different and then it won't get attached, but it was really just the same guy doing, you know, or something goes wrong. You know, I've seen that too. You know, whatever they usually do. Yo, you know what's so crazy, dude, is a lot of times these dudes get like in situations where if they caught them right there, which they should have done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, how can you sit there and say these cops are great cops? It, 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 it's like, I sit there and go, what are you talking about? They caught 
the 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 Lakewood or the whatever I said hillside Lakewood I think it was a Lakewood hillside whatever that dude was just he murdered like a hundred people right he was coming out he used to go and have sex with the bodies because he said it's, it's easier to just have sex with the body than to go out and murder someone else yeah okay that makes sense and and he came out of the bushes after just returning from a chick that he killed a couple of days ago or a week ago having sex when he walks out the bushes a cop stops him. And, and it's like, you know, what are you doing in the bushes? And he goes, you caught me. And the cop's like, and he goes, I was relieving myself in the bushes. Uh, wow. There's no quick... kind of like, see, there you go once again. See, people, you say there's no white privilege, but I guarantee you a person of color would have been at least detained and someone would have went to look in those things to be like, did he take a piss? Had he went, Right into the bushes, he would have found the chick. The dude went on to kill at least another 20 after that. God, how do you feel as that cop, too? Dude, after what you about know that that happens? Jeffrey Dahmer's. Right, yeah. The, the dude got out in handcuffs, escaped in handcuffs, and ran up to the cops screaming, please help me. And Jeffrey con convinced him that that was his lover and that they were having kinky sex. And they laughed and let him go. And he took him upstairs and killed them. But these cops are great cops. They're great. Hey, listen, if there's any law enforcement watching me, I'm just saying those cops. I'm not saying all cops. Some cops, you know, y'all solve some of them cases. But, you know, a lot of people closing cases, a lot of motherfuckers closing cases is more important than the truth. Yep. That's true. It's true. No, you're right, bro. You're right. Because nobody wants the truth. You know why? Because they can't handle the truth. Your average society person wants to be lied to. They want to be lied to. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Lie to me. There are only a few good men, and you are one of them. You see what we did there? My brother, time has come to say goodbye. I got the eight o'clock show and it's 7.55. Well, I'm telling you, dude, I'm glad that we captured that in the beginning of the special. Where you see me waking up, right? 10 minutes, the show starts at eight and it says 8.05 or some shit on the clock for my special. That is so great. That's it right there. 7.55, 7.56. And I got to be there at eight o'clock. I'm still not ready to go because I got to roll up a blunt. You know, I got two shows. Otherwise, I would just take this one. But I got two shows. So I need a, a fresh blunt. You know. For sure. Um, if you haven't checked out my special, people, what are you waiting for? What do you mean you didn't know I had a special? Shut up. You knew I had a special. I post all the time. And I'm going to keep being annoying with that shit until you motherfuckers, you know, until the number of my friends match the number of my views. How about that? Okay, so I'll be annoying until that. If you don't like it, keep watching it over. You don't even got to look at it. Just put it on the thing, man. You know, bookers look at that shit. So watch that shit, man. You did not see me here tonight free on YouTube. Uh, follow me, Gary G. Garcia, if you don't already, on Instagram. Uh, you do Facebook, too, but Instagram is the shit that I really post to. Mm -hmm. um, Brian. Uh, check out the follow Patreon. Brian. Yeah. Check follow out our me. Patreon, man. Yeah. Look, I'm still down to beat his ass if we get eight more fucking people to join. Yeah. Uh, 
you can follow Brian at the video guy. Brian, Brian Rady guy. G, change the name. Trying to get oh. more Rady G name. Rady oh, there you G go. What is it now? Yeah. See, you got to tell me shit like this. Brian Rady G. Brian Rated G. Yep. Follow my man, Brian, man. We don't all put up the same shit. Sometimes we do, but we don't always. Yeah. And uh, thanks for checking us out, dog. I appreciate y'all, man. Stay safe. Peace.